Welcome back. I have uh, on the telephone a uh, former politician, but now a great, great sort of philanthropic guy, Billy Maravitz, who is holding a a beyond worthwhile event Wednesday at the place he owns called Carnival. Billy, how are you? I'm just fine, Rick. How are you? I'm good. I just had your friends Mark and Maureen Showman on the air talking about something they're doing, too. You are having uh, Gabby Giffords, uh, the not poor woman, but the woman who was uh, severely injured in that, uh, in that gun attack some years ago. What's she coming in for, Billy? I know she is an anti-gun, anti-violence advocate. So are you. What? Tell me more about the event Wednesday. Uh, Rick, after she got shot about 10 years ago in Arizona, she got shot in the head. Uh, and, of course, it was life-threatening and life-changing. And she has devoted the rest of her life to preventing gun violence. And she's got an organization, and she's working with Congress, and community people and leaders throughout the country to prevent gun violence. And now more than ever. Oh, no kidding. No kidding. People need to stand up. People need to stand up and be heard, make their voices heard, make their presence heard. And it's not that easy for Gabby to travel, but she's coming in on Wednesday. She's going to be at Carnival Restaurant, 702 Fulton, at 630 Anybody who wants to come and meet Gabby and show their support for uh, reasonable gun laws um, is more than welcome. 630, uh, David Axelrod and Arnie Duncan are co-hosts with me, along with Jill Weinbanks and Hedy Ratner and Alderman Roderick Sawyer and uh, Tony Preckwinkle uh, and Alderman Brian Hopkins. And we've got... Um, uh, Tom Serafin. We've got quite a group of people uh, working together to send a loud message throughout the country and to the media that, you know, enough's enough. We need reasonable gun laws. Gabby's a, a leader on this issue. And, Rick, it's, it's impossible for me to understand, having worked on this issue since I first got elected in 1975. Exactly. This is 18-year-old. How an 18-year-old can go into the store and buy a semi-automatic assault weapon, uh, a weapon of war, and but that same 18-year-old in most jurisdictions can't can't go buy a drink. Yeah, I mean it's unbelievable that that that's easy to easy access to weapons of mass destruction. You know, you must have a hard time, Billy, as being a state legislator. Yo, those many years ago, and this being. A problem. Then you you must. I, I'm surprised you sometimes don't wake up screaming at what has happened. Uh, it it only has gotten uh, more dramatic. Uh, more more more. A school shooting here, and when you were trying to do your best, why is the gun lobby that powerful? The answer is yes. Mm-hmm. It is that powerful. And, and Rick, in our state, anything south of I-80 is a different country. Yeah. If yeah. You talk about changing gun laws anywhere south of I-80, and elected officials 
you know, are absolutely, totally against it. Now, I was able to pass a ban on semi-automatic assault weapons in the Illinois Senate by talking to my downstate colleagues and say, listen, you guys are hunters and you're sports shooters, and that's great, but you don't use these semi-automatic assault weapons to to kill deer. Right. Um, So... And 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 they bought it, and they bought that, and we passed we passed it in the Senate. Um, but throughout this country, the gun lobby is so strong. Rick, let me give you a good example. Sure. Um, I I drafted a piece of legislation um, that said if you are if you are in a household and you have small children uh, likely to gain access to a, a, a weapon, you have to do something about that weapon. You have to take the the ammunition out, or you have to secure it under lock and key or a, um, a trigger lock mechanism. And everybody thought it was a great idea. I got people on the Democratic side and on the Republican side who said, that's a great idea, Billy. Put my name on it as a co-sponsor. Well, we went home for the weekend, came back on a Tuesday, and those same Republicans and downstaters who said, put my name on the bill, they came up to me and said, you know what? You better take my name off. And what happened during that during those three or four days? The NRA pushed a button, and they had uh, phone calls and telegrams and letters and visits to their elected officials, and they were afraid to stand up for what they really believed in. Mm. You know, I think Billy, and you know this, Billy Maravitz is better than I do. When, whenever there is a gun-related tragedy. There is all manner of uh, conversation and passionate voices. And then the issue just seems to fade away. You'll see, okay, well, there's another, uh, there's another funeral of an eight-year-old in Uvalde, and there's another one. But now the funerals are over. I think the last one was yesterday or today. And then that fades until the next one. How... And I know that that Gabby Giffords and her cause, and you can get a ton of information at Giffords.org, who's coming in here uh, to talk at and meet people Wednesday night at at Carnival. Wednesday night at Carnival. Uh, Where's the hope, Bill Maravitz? Where's the hope? What changes this? Okay, well, I guess, I mean... that is a, a really good question, and it is unbelievably frustrating. Yep. And the, the gun compromise that is being talked about right now is definitely not the answer. Yep. But at least it's a step in the right direction. At least you're going to get, hopefully, 10 Republicans to stand up and say, you know what, we need to do something. We can't watch these little kids getting killed over and over and over again and not do anything that's our job so hopefully it's an incremental change and then the next congress will have another incremental change and eventually we'll make a difference in um, in passing legislation that's really going to impact the kind of heinous crimes carnage that's going on in our country and nowhere else in the world yeah no kidding you know one of the other uh, co-hosts of this event for gabby giffords is uh Arnie Duncan, whose organization, Chicago Cred, is doing, I think, some incredible work, don't you? Absolutely. You know, everybody who steps up to the plate and says, I'm going to be countered, I'm going to reach out, they're all doing, Arnie's doing great work, um, and deserves a lot of applause, as does Gabby and and a lot of her colleagues. 
and former colleagues. Uh, we all need to do something. It, it, we, we all need to step up. We need to hold our elected officials accountable, accountable and, and ask them how they stand on these crucial issues. You have kids dying. How can you just sit, sit by and not do something if you are in a position to make a difference? Billy, I hear the passion. We have to stand up. We I, have to be heard. I hear the passion in your voice, and I admire it. You can get all sorts of information at Giffords, G-I-F-F-O-R-D-S dot org, or just go to Carnival, C-A-R-N-I-V-A-L-E, Wednesday night to support this. Wednesday night at 6.30. We'd love to see you. You'll get to meet Gabby and... Uh, your presence will be noted, certainly by the media, and it's time for all of us to stand up and be counted. You're so right, Billy. Thanks for coming on to talk about this. You're a pal and a passionate, uh, passionate guy.